Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Generation Disney, where the only thing we like to do more than talk is talk about Disney. <laughs> Today, I have my great friend Jessica Miller with me. Yes. Hello, I'm Jessica. <laughs> um, I believe in a previous episode, I said I live in Cedar Rapids, which is wholly incorrect. I actually <laughs> live in Marion, a subset of Cedar Rapids. Easy to mix up. We should also give them a little bit of your background. You went to school for baking. Yes, I did. You went to college for yeah. baking. Mm-hmm. You did like the wedding cake yes. route. Yep. Um, it panned out real well because I don't do it now. <laughs> but I do have that background. I do, um, you know, I, I sat through all of those classes, you know, where they, uh, we made, we homemade croissants. So I have a pretty intimate knowledge of, of croissant making and a bitch. Um, it's not fun. <laughs> and, you know, the the science of baking classes to explain how and why things happen when you're baking. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Here cool. I am today with Easton. We get ready to talk about all things fabulous in Disney. So today we're talking about Disney food. Yum. Park food, animation food, all of the great stuff. Okay. I thought about making out of the movies food because I thought about doing ratatouille, but you don't like vegetables. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> I like some vegetables. I do. You like potatoes. Is that a vegetable? Is that a starch? It's a vegetable. I think. Okay. When is the last time you grew a loaf of bread out of the ground? Just yesterday. Uh, no, you did not. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like some vegetables. My problem is I actually prefer most vegetables raw because I think veggies get like slimy and gross and when they're cooked and so like zucchinis and summer squashes are just fine but they can't be full and tomatoes are gross tomatoes are gross in general I still haven't gotten into it I've tried because we do a lot of plant-based foods yes. I still can't get around tomatoes mm-hmm. I can't do it give me a good tomato sauce pasta great don't throw a raw tomato at me. They're gross. <laughs> Will not eat. So I figured combining zucchini and eggplant and tomatoes were probably a no-go Ooh. for you. <laughs> yeah, eggplant. No, that's, that's, yeah, you're right. I don't like that. Oh, um, and then I thought about making beignets, but I feel completely underqualified to do that because you're the baker. I'm more yes. of a cooker. Okay. And I have made, well, they weren't technically beignets because it's just with, uh, like Pillsbury dough. So like fake beignets. Um... Which you can totally do. You should fry up any dough, basically, and you can call it a beignet. Beignet is just a fried donut, basically. Um, God. I, oh, God. Because, I mean, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite parts of the Princess and the Frog, watching her make those beignets yes. with the powdered sugar and all that. And then just watching the mayor, like, oh. stuff them in his face. Not that looks gonna lie. So good. I'd never heard of beignets before that. Okay, so we took a trip to New Orleans, right? Oh. And watching that movie being a baker liking all things baked and sweet i wanted to go to cafe du monde to eat the beignets there is that like the famous place down yes, in new orleans it is highly disappointed not gonna lie if anybody goes down there it's a tourist trap they just want you to stand in line for four hours to get their beignets you stood in line for four hours for donuts yeah basically oh my but God. again it's like <laughs> when you go to new orleans it's the thing you have to do you have to go get the beignets from cafe du monde um, it's probably an exaggeration. I don't think we were there for actually four hours, but it was a very long time, a very long line. But they're so like, they have to like bang, 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 get the orders out. So they're just, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that you build up and I feel like 
all you people find a good recipe at home and you could probably recreate something better than. <laughs> so today I decided to try my hand at two of the highest rated park favorites. I see what I think is Dole Whip. It is Dole and Whip. And I'm very excited. I Pineapple is one of my favorite flavors. I love Dole Whip. So Yum. yay. We'll see. And then is. I made homemade pretzels for the first time. I tried to make them look like did like Mickey Mouse's. Very nice. Okay. But it didn't turn out great. <laughs> <laughs> Disney is a hard shape to create, or the, the mouse head is a hard shape to create with things that oop, um, change and expand. And, and so it, so they don't, like, it doesn't matter how well it looks before you bake it. Yes. Uh, it's same thing with, like, sugar cookies. Yes. You're screwed. Either way, like, they're going to, like, bubble out yep, and make it yep. weird. Well, because I had looked up online, and I was like, well, what should I make for this? Because I didn't want to do... Like Disney foods. I wanted to do the parks. Right. And I haven't been to the parks since 2006. No. Nine. 2009. Because we went for my uh, freshman year <gasps> high school band trip. So did we. Are you kidding Oh my god! So we were probably in Disneyland at the, at same, the same time. Did you go over Christmas? Oh no. We did. We spent Christmas and New Year's. In the Disneyland parks because we marched in the parade and did the candlelight Shut vigil up, that singing. That sounds so much cooler than what we did. What you do? We, so we went. Um, it was really hot, so I feel like it would have been maybe for like spring break, going over spring break, mm-hmm. and we didn't do anything fun like marching in parades, but we did get to sit in the studios because it was band and choir had right. gone. So band played a scene from Aladdin <gasps> and they superimposed our music over it instead of like the actual orchestras. That's and cool. The choir, they did the same thing for the choir. So the choir sang a portion and then they superimposed that over the movie instead of the actual soundtrack. Oh my God. That's really it cool. Was, it was really fun to do. It was really fun to watch too, to like know that that was our music being played instead of the actual orchestras. Yeah, so. that's really cool. No, See, I think I would have rather have done that because marching in the parade was a lot. Well, a lot. Because it was main, we did the Main Street Parade. Ooh. So we had to march. I don't remember how far we marched, but. And I, I didn't hold anything tiny like a f- flute like you did. Hey, I had my. Hey. Don't you hey, 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 hey. hey. That thing weighs like a pound. It okay, fits inside. But you want to know what? <laughs> you know, my freshman year, I marched with my flute. That is true. The years after, though, I was in color guard. So I was I swinging around big, heavy six-foot poles with silks on them. Okay. Come and talk to me when you have to hold up a melophone at a 40-degree angle. Mm, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I made a dull Whip, like, from scratch. And I made pretzels for the first time ever. And beer cheese dip. Because these were the highest rated right. snacks on like the 40. I looked up a lot about like what snacks are the best ones to get. Yes. And I was kind of sad that I couldn't figure out how to make their Mickey heads because they even do like the eyeballs. They do like the whole ear, the whole face. Like he's smiling. You can see it. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I can imagine because um, I'm assuming the whole thing is pretzel. Like yeah. it's not... Uh, like chocolate decorations or anything. Doesn't look like it. So, yeah, the amount of work that goes into something like that is insane because you have to, again, you have to account for rising 
Um, yeah. Baking, the caramelization, um, things will pop. Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> things will rise, puff, and then settle. So then it changes again. So I can imagine having to take, like, little bits of dough yeah. at the right, you know, making sure that they're right. And I'm sure they've got it down to a science. They have to. So, but yeah, but yeah it's that's insane. So I feel like we should cheers our Dole Whips because we've done that with every other episode mm. is cheers the drain. Cheers. Dink. Can't really go wrong with pineapple. Nope. What is it? Um, to to borrow a phrase from Good Mythical Morning, dink it and sink it. Dink it and sink it. I did that. Said that yesterday, and I was like, or the last episode that I had recorded, and I was like, ooh, I feel. I hope that's not copyrighted. <laughs> Thank you, Lincoln Red. Dink it and sink it. We're borrowing it. <laughs> okay. So, if you had to, because when's the last time you went to the parks? So Disney itself would have also been 2009, my Mm -hmm. freshman year as well. Um, However, recently I went to Orlando. Right. So same family, different Different, park. Different park. Um, I had one of the famed churros. (gasps) I heard those were like the thing. Okay, I have... Okay, I'm not going to lie. I... And I don't know if it's because I do bake at home. And and mind you, everybody, I do it recreationally. I don't bake in any professional capacity. But there are some things that I make that I'm like... I feel like it's the same or better. So not that Disney food is overrated or Orlando food is overrated, but... You didn't like the churro? No, I mean, it's a churro. It's fried <laughs> dough and sugar. That's like, what I was going to say. Of course it's good. But you you see all these things about how amazing they are. And it's like they're otherworldly. And then you eat it and you're like, yeah, this is good. But it's a churro. It's a churro. It's not magic. It doesn't, you know, make you grow wings and fly. <laughs> when we went to California recently, mm-hmm. um, I had an Oreo churro. So the outside is like the Oreo cookie and it's filled with like the Oreo cream. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> It was surprisingly good because I'm not a huge fan of right. churros because I'm not a huge fan of fried. <laughs> no, all the fried dough and sugar. Anything sweet, I'm pretty much a fan of. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about the movies, though, with the food. Yes. What is, like, the first food that comes to mind when it comes to Disney movies? Ratatouille. Really? Yeah. It, and it really is because it's the one movie, any like, in at, you know, at my age today yeah. that I think of. Um, you know, it's a movie about cooking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I actually, to be fair, did just watch Ratatouille the other day. <laughs> um, it, it, I think it's one of my favorites. I always think of Beauty and the Beast first. See, oh, for no reason other than one single song, I always think of Beauty and the Beast first. That's fair. That's fair. See, for me, Beauty and the Beast is not, it's not a bad movie by any means. No. But it's not my favorite. <laughs> and so I don't really, yeah. But I know, I know exactly what song you're talking about. Um, yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. We got into a whole debate about it last time about how I think the new Beauty and the Beast is better. So... I would agree that, yeah, yeah, they've, they've got the food dishes. But Ratatouille, I think, is because it's specifically about cooking. Yeah. Kind well, of trumps Beauty and the Beast. I like the premise of it because it's not just baking. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what... It's the easiest thing to make animation-wise. Mm-hmm. Getting the textures of the different foods and stuff like that has to be horrible. Oh, absolutely. 
So I like the fact that they did all of those gorgeous shots of like that soup bubbling. Mm -hmm. Everything like the The veggies being layered when he makes the ratatouille. Yes. Whereas like, like we had mentioned Princess and the Frog, like they were mouse shaped bed or they were like pillow shaped Mm -hmm. beignets. Like brown square with like white specks. Mm -hmm. I feel like that. How hard is that? That couldn't have been very hard. No, no, no shots fired to Disney animators. You do a good job. But or shots shots fired. Disney do better. Come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great or it's a it's a brown pillow. <laughs> Tiny brown pillow. <laughs> really, and I feel like you could like do that whole copy paste thing. Like you do one and now you have a plate full of twenty. Yes. Come on. Yes. And they all look uniform because in cooking uniform is best, but I feel like that's so easy to do. I don't know, because I don't animate anything, so... Listen to us talking like we're experts. (laughs) Shooting our shots at people. Sorry, guys. What is another... um, Any other Disney foods that come to mind from, like, the movies? I think a Brave. A tart! Yes! The, The bear tart. Yes! Yeah. I don't know. Really, I think it... I have a hard time picturing any one movie other than Ratatouille just because I think every single one has its obviously people have to eat food right right so unless the movie focuses specifically on food Ratatouille Beauty and the Beast Princess and the Frog I honestly can't think of any others that like centralize around a food scene or have something specific from it right I'm trying to think. Well, obviously, Winnie the Pooh has the whole honey thing. But that's one food. Okay, that's honey. As a 90s kid, do you remember the Tigger Tail Push Pops? No. (gasps) They were like orange, and I'm pretty sure white, which was weird. Right. Because it's supposed to be orange and black. But like, they were just like orange sherbet push pops. Maybe this is because we were ice cream truck kids. Because we had an ice cream truck that came through our block. There was too many of us. Oh, right. Because you have a huge family. Yes. There was, there was two. If, if one kid got ice cream, they all got ice cream. And so nobody got ice cream. because a small fortune with yeah. seven? Uh, in the house at, at the time, we had, hold on, see, three, no, four boys, two girls. So six kids. Six kids. Jeez. At any given time. There's four of us. And I was normally the only one home by the time the ice cream <laughs> truck guy came around. So I'm just going to take a couple bucks out of the jar and go get some ice cream. Uh-huh. Which, <laughs> did you ever, like even as an adult, get the Mickey Mouse shaped ice cream bars? <laughs> no. I got something non-Disney related and he's yellow and square and his eyeballs were always facing in different directions. Yes, <laughs> with the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> they were like melted down. So it looked like he was crying. <laughs> Yeah. You think they would have come up with something. Mm. If they can make waffles shaped in Mickey's face, they can keep make the ice cream so it doesn't look so horrifying. Oh, no. But then how are you going to scar the millions of kids that are coming to the ice cream <laughs> truck? It's a ritual at this point. At this you point, do it. it's like stapled into our yes. history. <laughs> okay. If you could think of off the top of your little cooker or baker head uh-huh. here. What is some type of food that you would love to see in a Disney park? Mm. And of course, we're saying this considering that we haven't seen the this, this Disney park in over a decade. Oh, gosh. gosh. Okay. <laughs> old. Now I feel old. Thank you. Oh, my God. I can't believe I actually oh. said that. 
I okay. Let's see. They've already got beignets. Mm-hmm. They've already got cake. I honestly, I don't think they're. I think they do everything. I can't think anything that comes to mind right now. They already do churros, donuts, beignets, Dole Whip, cakes, cupcakes. They do. They've got the gray stuff <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. By the way. You can see how I make the gray stuff on Patreon. You said there was a savory version. Yes. Who was I watching? Oh, my gosh. Because I, I made the cookies and cream sweet version. And that was... See, that just sounds like Oreo fluff. It's not quite, though, because there's also pudding mix in it. So it's a little more Yum. silky and heavy. Right. But there is there is um, whipped cream in it. But and like you have to do a few more things to right. it. Right. But... Um, I can't, in my mind, imagine what makes it savory. Well, and, well, okay. I think it's, like, fish. I think it's, like, a fish puree or, um, not filet mignon, because that's steak. What's the foie gras? What's foie gras? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, people who eventually watch. I think it's, it's, (laughs) Okay, we're getting to a little bit of sad stuff here. It's when they basically, like, overstuff a goose's stomach or liver or something. And then it, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's something to do with goose foie gras. Um, and and I, fish? Or fish. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> which one it was. Um, but I think it's, it's, so I watch a lot of, um... People who cook mm-hmm. or bake on YouTube, and it's a guy named Alex, and he's French, and you know, which is probably why he did it a, a savory version. Because, like, yes, they have the, you know, they've got the breads and they've got the macaroons and this, that, and the other. But they, like, to me, French cuisine isn't really known for overly sweet things. Well, even their sweets aren't sweet, right? Well, at least not to American standards. No, they're like amazing and delicious, but yes. they're not sweet. No. So I think he did a version where it was it was savory. And I remember watching that and being shocked because in my mind growing up, it was something that was sweet, mm-hmm. right? Because it looks like it has like whipped cream on top or something yeah. in the movie. And so I always associated that with, oh, that's a dessert. That's sweet. And I remember being shocked watching him make it and whatever it, it was being savory. And I was like, hmm, I don't think that's right. Well, and I think even in the parks, because now they have like a Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. restaurant, it's a dessert. Yeah. So when you had asked, because I had messaged Miller, because she's my baker friend, because I <laughs> ask her a million questions. Because <laughs> when I had brought up that I was making the sav- the sweet stuff, it was the recipe from that restaurant. Right. So when you said that there was savory option, I yeah. was like, Hold <laughs> What are you talking How? about? What is gray? <laughs> well, and see, and I think that too is when you think of gray desserts, it's not as unappetizing because Oreos turn gray. Yeah. Um, you know, people see gray macaroons and, and cupcakes and it's not weird to see gray baked goods. Right. It is weird when savory food is gray because that generally means something is wrong with it. Or it's fish. Or it's fish. Which? Uh, I don't like fish. It's I mean, fish. they make fish ice cream. It's a thing. 
What is wrong with people? <laughs> it's like a regional food. No. I believe it's somewhere up wrong. Oh, I'm right. They're wrong. <laughs> it's somewhere like where there's a lot of ice. I can't remember exactly where. I don't okay. know if it's in Greenland or where, wherever. It's somewhere up there, like the Nordic North. Okay, um, all right. And that... there's actual fish ice cream that's like a delicacy. I don't know what they do for it, if they use a specific kind of fish that might be sweet. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Can't do it, won't do it. I think of, or even just people recreating recipes in general. I'll watch it. Uh, it's fun to watch. I love watching people cook and bake, and then they get done and they show the dish, and I'm like, hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> I that love that journey <laughs> for you. <laughs> exactly. I love that you went through that. Enjoy it yourself. No thanks. I don't want it. Don't bring it over here. I don't want it. <laughs> okay. Well, and I know, so the beer cheese is a weird thing for you. Because neither of us drink beer. Right. And so I don't mind beer cheese. Beer, I don't, as everybody will come to find out, I am a pretty picky eater. If that wasn't I, obvious yet. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. Um, and so for me, beer cheese it has the potential to be really, really good. It has the potential to be really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Just like really anything else. And if the if the beer flavor is too strong, because I don't like beer. Right. So if it tastes like straight beer, I'm not going to like it because that's, that's gross. So when I made this, I learned. I don't know anything about beer. I don't drink it. I don't like the taste of it. I've tried. I learned. Bush Light and that stuff is like lager, which sounds so fancy. Okay, like, but what does that mean? Because I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, what's a lager versus an IPA versus I, a sour? Okay, but a, I know that. I know the difference between a bushlight and a sour. Mm-hmm. A sour is basically like a cider beer. It's sweeter. It has fruit. It has a little bit of sour most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's just like tartar fruit, so it's like lemons and uh, raspberries and stuff like that. But it's all it to me. It feels a little. Thicker? Uh, thinner? Your beer should not feel thick. Um, I don't know. We have a local brewery down here, Barntown. Shout out, not a sponsor. Could be. Hit me up, Barntown. <laughs> um, they make this, they make a lot of really cute, like, because they're a microbrewery. So they mm-hmm. do a lot of stuff with fruits during the summer. They make this, it's called Peach and Chong. I, it's like a, I think they call it a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but hazy, I assume it's because it's, you know, peach, right, cheap, right. Cheap, cheech and chong. Um, they turned it into a icy, slushy thing. So it's a beer icy. Okay. I tried it. How was it? It was decent. Like I drank the whole thing. Normally I have to hand over any beer that I drink to Josh. Right. Because I think, I don't know if it's because it's a cinnamon and sugar and peach beer. Okay. But in the icy, I don't know if it's because it stayed cold enough or what, but it was good. Like, I drank the whole thing. I don't normally drink any uh, anything that any of my drinks, I don't normally drink the whole thing. Most of the time, half of it's stuff, stuck sitting there because I babysit them mm-hmm. until they're warm, and then I'm like, ew. Right. <laughs> See, and I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what it is. I don't really, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been going on this journey of self-reflection. To figure out why I don't like certain things. Right. And so beers, there's something about them specifically that I don't like. And I can't quite figure it out. Because the sa- I do the same thing with wines. 
do not like wine. I don't. It's I think it's gross. Um, it's almost too acidic. No, not even acidic. It's and see, I and this is where I struggle. Mm-hmm. I can't quite um, like and they're almost too sour, but it's not that they're sour. They're right. too fermented. Oh. It's the same reason that I don't like pickles or Ugh. pickled veggies or mm-hmm. um, vinaigrettes. See, I li- see. that's the weird thing with me. I like vinaigrettes. Love. Give me a good balsamic and raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I hate pickles. I don't like most wines. I tend to stick with very sweet, like Moscatos, Brianna, stuff like that. Which you can all get in the parks now. Can we talk about that for just a half a second before we get back to the beer thing? You can drink at Disneyland now. All over Disneyland you can drink. I think, really, I think it comes from, one, catering to the parents. Which is us now. Like, we grew up making Disney what it is. So I think Disney's like, we have to keep the millennials coming back. Well, and so not only that, so not only the parents of the of people who actually take kids but I think people in our generation are going to Disney without children. Mm-hmm. And so what fun is it as an adult who has no children to not be able to partake if they if they want to. Not that you have to ever. But if I go and I want a drink and I can't get a drink, that's disappointing. Yeah. I want a drink. Yeah. I paid money to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll follow all their rules. I'm vaccinated. I'll wear a mask, which now you don't have to. And you want to know what? They lifted that the day after we got home <gasps> from Orlando. Because you weren't vaccinated before then, were you? I was. Oh, you were. But it was not. They did not have any exceptions. It was everybody had to wear one at all times. Okay. The only time you could take it off is if you were actively standing still and eating or drinking. You couldn't drink and walk. You couldn't eat and walk. You had to be standing still. And, and you could only take your mask off if you were actively eating. So, like, if we were sitting here talking like this, even though I'm, like, tearing apart at my pretzel, we would have to have our masks on. That's how they do it on the planes, too. Yes. That makes a lot more sense from what I've been seeing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's of a lot of people standing still and eating their food instead of walking through yep. the park and eating it. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think they just now started... I don't know if it's here or if that was California, but one of them wasn't allowing out-of-state people. Um, I would think that would have been California. Probably because they obviously got hit horrible mm-hmm. with COVID. So a lot of the people that I had seen, um, were like, they lifted the mask mandate. They only had a week of only residents that could go. And then they're like, okay, everybody else can come. So a lot of people were very upset. <laughs> they wanted just a little more time with just the Californians. Right. Californian. Ians? Californians. Californites? Ians. 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 Californians. <laughs> So, I'm the same way with beer. I There's a taste to it I don't like, and I feel like it's that weedy, bready aftertaste. Because I'm fine with beer all the way up until, like, halfway through the taste, and then it starts to... Right. It gets gross. See, and I can generally tell at the beginning. Oh. Really, all I have to do is smell it. Oh, yeah. I do that, and, too. And it's not... I'm not going to lie. It's not always accurate, because sometimes... Ask any of the girls. 
sometimes I'll smell something and make a face and then I'll eat it and be like, no, actually, this is really good. That is exactly what happens. As we I'm make- making the same face that looks disgusting. <laughs> but I'm like, no, this is good. We make you smell something and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we'll eat it and see if you like it. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, this is good. This is, is my face. <laughs> so during my research of what to make, mm-hmm. a lot of the park foods I found were weird combinations. And because we're both weird texture freaks mm-hmm. and are basically two-year-olds with our taste buds, I wanted to run some of them by you. Oh, God. Because I thought, think you're going to giggle at a few of them. Okay. One of them is a foot-long hot dog mm-hmm. with mac and cheese on the outside, like a topping. Okay, see, that's no different than, like, cutting up hot dogs and putting it into your mac and cheese. They just made it portable. I still find it disgusting because I do not... No. Everybody listening, if you do that, stop it right now because that is so gross. You cannot, and I'm the same way. You know, people get like cheesy brats or cheesy dogs. It's got the cheese inside the hot dog. No, do not. Don't give that to me. That's so gross. We should just call this episode Miller Hates Everything. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're wrong. People who like weenies and mac and cheese, I will leave you to your wrong opinion. Enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy it for everybody who doesn't because that's disgusting. First off, don't call them weenies. (laughs) They're hot dogs. It's no, it's not the same. It's gross if you call them weenies. Okay. uh, Because then I'm forced to think about what part of the animals. I just don't think about that ever. (sighs) My dad told me once when I was a kid and I didn't touch hot dogs or bologna for like seven years. You shouldn't touch them. But I like that. But it has to be. So for those who, I don't know, it was always a thing here in Iowa that there was different kinds of, like Oscar Mayer, for example. Yeah. They've got the red packaging, which is chicken, pork, chicken, turkey, pork. Yeah. Mixture. And then they've got the blue packaging, which which is is beef. All beef. 100% like kosher beef, isn't it? I don't know if it's, I don't want to say it's kosher just because I don't want to be wrong. It could be. And I I can't do the all beef ones. I've never been able to do, or like, you know, um, Frank's hot dogs are all beef hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I can't. I have to do the chicken turkey pork ones. And so. Weird. I know. It is. Um, also, if we want to talk about funny named foods named weenies, balls and weenies is a fantastic combination. Meatballs and little smokies. Oh, balls and weenies. <laughs> I was like, what company got away with naming themselves that? No, no. That's just what my family calls them. Oh, my God. Okay, so we yeah. have hot dogs and mac and cheese. cheese Which, can we also talk about the fact that these are both in the two hottest states that the United States have. Having something that hot and that heavy. Yeah. No. Well, and but see, to me it also makes, not that it's hot, and heavy, but it makes sense because hot dogs are portable, mm-hmm. and so then technically whatever you put on top is supposed to also be portable. Right. And they they want people to move around. They don't want people sitting in, like, a, a dedicated restaurant because they want them out 
riding rides, spending money. People seeing um, the food they have, and yes. then people are like, oh, now oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, where did you get that? Oh, I got it, you know, six blocks and five left turns that way. <laughs> if you hit Tigger, you've gone too far. <laughs> I don't know about your guys' family, but my family, when we go on vacation, it's literally like, well, let's get some breakfast, and then we'll go, and then by then it'll be time to eat. Mm-hmm. And then once we're done there, I guess it's time for lunch. And then maybe we should probably get something to eat because we'll be hungry by then. And then it's dinner, but then we really should get dessert afterwards, too. It's mostly food. <laughs> See, ours is, well, when we went just recently, my sister and I kind of went off and did our own thing. Right. And for us, also highly, highly recommend if you ever go to Disney, go to Orlando, splurge on the fast passes. They don't do those anymore. They do. Well, they're called express passes now. You have to, you have to pay off the wazoo. Do you have to pay for them? Yes. <gasps> you have to pay for the express passes. However, if you stay in one of the affiliated hotels, they're free. Oh. So, like, for us, we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel in Orlando. That's an affiliate to Disney? It's, I, it's right on the outside of the park. I thought Hard Rock was its own business. Oh, I'm sure it is. But oh. Disney also buys everything, so. Okay, fair enough. Um, and it, it could just be a partnership, but no, the one that we stayed in actually had a water taxi to, or I guess I should say it was outside of Orlando, not outside of Disney. My bad. Um, but it had like a water taxi. So you would walk down to the little dock, you'd hop on the water taxi and they would you over to the entrance for Orlando. But our hotel key cards counted as our express passes. Oh, cool. So would you have to like preload them before you went with your times? They kind of, it, they had a, I, oh, I should have brought it. They have it stamped with like your name, um, the dates that you're at the hotel and the dates that you'll be at the park. Okay. So we had to use that to board the water taxi because you couldn't use it if you weren't staying at the hotel. Um, that's what we had to scan to get into the park. Mm-hmm. And then basically anytime we wanted to go on a ride. So they've got the lines split. They've got the regular line. They've got the express pass line. And you have to have your express pass scanned before they'll let you pass into the express line area. Oh. And it is, it's one of those things where, because my sister and I, we tried not to abuse it so to speak because you know we there was one ride that we rode twice right and it was the jurassic park water ride because it was hot that day right and so we went on it and and mind you there was probably like 75 people plus in the regular line we zooped past all of them with our express passes got on rode the ride came out the back Went through the express line again, and some people had moved maybe three feet. Oh, that's so. It's it's one of those like it sucks for them because they have to watch the same people if if somebody decides to ride the ride five hundred times, and the people who keep riding the rides multiple times are actually slowing down the people who don't have the express pass. Yeah. So it's one of those like pros and cons. Like, do you want to be that person? Yes, be that person. Be that person. And it's, I'm not going to lie, I think it's like $250 per park per day. So if you have a park hopper, uh-huh. and let's say you're in the Animal Kingdom, and mm-hmm. you're going to jump over to Magic Kingdom, you have to pay another $250 for that park? 
On that same day? Now, see, that I don't know. Okay. Because, again, we stayed at the hotel, so our our fast pass, our express pass, was included with our stay. Got so we it. just had it. Okay. So. Crazy. You know, I it's one of those things, if you got the money to splurge for it, do it. It right. will make, especially because if, if you're going with smaller children, you know, seven, eight years old, mm. they don't want to spend three-fourths of their day waiting in line right. for rides. Right. Okay, that's not fun for anybody. No. Splurge on pass. Smart plan. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking hot dogs and mac and cheese. Yep. Then you can hop over to Woody's Lunchbox and get a grilled cheese. How are you going to ruin this? That's it. It is a grilled cheese with the crust cut off. It bothers me that that's at Disneyland for, like, adults. World. What? I... It doesn't feel like a park food. Well, no. And, like, okay, so how much do they charge for this grilled cheese? I believe it's eleven fifty. Shut the fuck up. For two pieces of bread and a slice of cheese. I mean, the cheese looks thick. Maybe it's fancy cheese. That does not justify if $11. I'm right. If I saw the right information. This is all going secondhand. But, yeah. Okay, let's talk realistically. How much should that cost? Two dollars. And how much is it gonna cost? Even if it's not eleven, even if they charge like seven, eight dollars, that is ridiculous. I was really expecting it to be like a grilled cheese with a tomato slice, which is disgusting. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> Don't make an adult grilled cheese. How dare you? Exactly. <laughs> or like I thought you were gonna say like a grilled cheese with prosciutto. Like we're oh, getting- I think those are options. I think you have the option to dress up your grilled cheese. But ugh. You can't just put a grilled cheese and be like, this is fancy park food. It's a grilled cheese, people. <laughs> don't eat a Don't go to Disney and eat a grilled cheese. You right. can make those at home. You can even cut the crust off yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut the crust off before you make it if you want to get super fancy. So with the opening of the new Star Wars area, okay. there is now blue and green milk. And I believe it's alcoholic. Okay, at first I was like, okay, they put food coloring in it. And then it's alcoholic. So, like, rum chata. Probably. Or. I actually, wait, 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 wait. I think it's called milk, but I think it's non-dairy. I think it's, like, coconut milk. Watch me be very wrong, and I apologize for everybody. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. That would be. It's not even the fact that it's blue or green or both or whatever. I mean, to me, that seems like a cop-out because you're just throwing food coloring in it. But, excuse me. (laughs) You'll hear those as we go on. Um, They are indeed single hiccups. So, I, what, okay, let's say it is coconut milk. What would you put in that that it doesn't curdle, that it tastes good because it's coconut? So you would almost have to do like Malibu rum. Mango rum. Anything, any kind of rum will work with yeah. coconut. But I don't know. And they're like tropical and fruity. That big from the looks of it. Like maybe six inches tall. Yeah. And those are probably 11, like nine to 11 dollars. Oh, drinks. easily. Easily. For milk. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Go to the store, get a can of coconut milk, <laughs> pick your favorite rum, get some blue food coloring. You have now hacked Disney's alcoholic milk. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Okay. Here's another one for you. This involves mac and cheese as well. <sighs> mac and cheese in a croissant cone. Okay. That's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm the kind of person, so when I make my mac and cheese, I don't like breadcrumbs in my mac and cheese. I don't... It's it's more of a texture thing than a flavor thing, because I get, you know, the, the breadcrumbs. is supposed to add a nice caramelized texture and flavor. No, thank you. And the additional it. little crunch. Yeah. I don't think mac and cheese should be crunchy. So when people make baked mac and cheeses and they put the thick layer of breadcrumbs on top and they and and then they oh, I don't want it because to me when you're crunching on the breadcrumbs and the big chunks of breadcrumbs and your mac and cheese it's like you're eating uncooked noodles. <laughs> like you're it, it feels like your noodles aren't cooked all the way. And so or and I and to be honest I do baked mac and cheeses, lasagnas, pasta bakes, anything where you have to throw the pasta in the oven. Yeah. I scrape off the top layer because I don't, I don't want the crunchy pasta. Have you ever done like a baked pizza pasta though? And you put like the cheese on top? What? Like mac and cheese pizza? No, like oh. a pizza pasta. Maybe it's because I used to work as a cook. And the pizza pasta. Well, so it was like a pepperoni pizza pasta. So you did like cavatappi. Okay. And you did, um, you basically put the ingredients of a pizza in to the pasta, you put a thick layer, like a thickish layer of like a pizza blend cheese on top, pop it in the oven. So the noodles are most of the time cooked prior to. So we call those pasta casseroles. Oh, my family does. We call them pasta casseroles because you're throwing everything in, in a mix like you would a casserole. Okay. Um, when I make those, I make sure that the cheese is very, very thick so that we know pasta's popping up out of it and then I tent it with aluminum foil to keep the cheese from getting too crispy because you know some people they <laughs> like to like really cook their lasagnas their baked mac and cheeses whatever yeah they really like that caramelization yes it's so difficult being no. you <laughs> and it's it's not that I don't like any caramelization because like don't get me wrong I like flavor but if it is so crispy that I can pick it up in like one like well, it's got to be gooey. The, only the top of it's got to be crispy. The other half of it can be gooey yes. and stringy. But see, you know, I made a pasta bake at my mom's house. My mom's oven is like 10 times stronger than mine. And it's a convection oven. Yeah. So I, I bake everything in that oven like I would in my own oven, which is a mistake. Because then they're going to get dry. It's, and... and it was, so I made a pasta bake. And the cheese melted so far down that the whole top layer of noodles was like <laughs> very, very crisp. <laughs> Okay, what is another one? I'm trying to think of them all now. Okay, would you rather? Let's play a little game of would you rather. Would you rather Mickey shaped dream bar, which is like the vanilla ice cream with the chocolate coating, or okay, hold on, what a dream bar? That's what they're called. What do you call them? I don't know. You said dream bar, and I thought creamsicle. <clears throat> you want to talk about the? <laughs> Uh, first off, creamsicles are amazing. I love orange flavored. Continue. Mickey no. shaped dream bar. Mickey shaped dream bar or Mickey shaped Rice crispy treat. Rice crispy treat. Why? I don't know. It just sounds really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is the dream bar covered in chocolate? Yeah. It's vanilla ice cream with like, and it's dunked into chocolate. 
That just sounds like a dilly bar from DQ. Well, it is like a dilly bar, but they're called wonder bars. Oh. Or dream bars. Whoops. It's either wonder bar or dream bar. Is there anything fancy about the Rice Krispie Treat? We'll say it's covered in chocolate. Like, the ears are dunked. Mm, We will go dream bar. Dream bar. Good choice. (laughs) You get to live another day. I don't agree with anybody who would choose a Rice Krispie bar over anything else. Why? They're boring. They are not. You are eating crunchy air with marshmallows. (laughs) What is wrong with country air? Country. (laughs) Not country air. (laughs) Crunchy air. Okay, but have you... Okay, no, 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 no. No, 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 You might not be getting yummy Rice Krispies. So... I should preface this by saying I don't like marshmallows. Throw her out. (laughs) Get rid of her. Throw the whole host out. Okay. (laughs) Do you know... Okay, what we might also have to do on Patreon is make homemade marshmallows. What is it that you don't like about marshmallows? Is it because they're vanilla flavored? No, I don't like any marshmallow. They can be flavored anyway. Why? It's the sugar. It's the sugar content in the marshmallow. So they're too sweet. Yeah. We'd have to make like a semi-sweet marshmallow because marshmallows are just... I think homemade marshmallows, though, they're just so much easier to control... Yeah. What's in them. Now, granted, they don't always turn out well. Mm. Just YouTube anybody made marshmallows. And sometimes it is a, it's a journey for them. Um, but no, like you got the, the melty, buttery marshmallow. Because we're basically Paula Deen and throwing in 19 sticks of butter in a Rice Krispie Treat. We're from the Midwest, so. <laughs> butter. <laughs> Butter, butter. <laughs> so we, you know, you got the butter, the marshmallows, the vanilla, and then you, you know, the key I have learned growing up is if you follow the recipe, don't follow the recipe. Um, you need to omit like two cups of the crispy cereal because you want, if you put too much cereal in compared to marshmallows, it like, they become hard and crunchy. And, like, hard to, they're like bricks because you have too much cereal per fluffy marshmallow. So, omit, like, two cups of cereal. So, then they look really, like, they look like you don't have enough cereal in them. I promise you do. And they, they look, like, really stringy. And, but then you pat them into the thing, okay? And then they'll, they'll kind of harden up a little bit as the marshmallows cool and firm up. And then they're just so gooey. And buttery and yummy. And then if you want to get real fancy, put some uh, semi-sweet or dark chocolate on top with some sea salt. Mm. You just made a scotch roux. That... <laughs> Do not listen to her. That is not a scotch roux. All you're missing is the butterscotch. That's it. The only thing you're missing on the bottom is the butterscotch and or peanut butter, whichever one you prefer. Because apparently there's two different ways. I've only ever made them with, with butterscotch. I've only ever made them with peanut butter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but... Okay, either way, we, not, mm, uh, 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 no, <laughs> there's not a scotch room. Okay, so Dream Bar won that round. It did. Would you rather caramel apple or caramel popcorn? Because those are huge in Disneyland. Is there caramel apple, caramel apples, or there, were there's, um, popcorn? See, caramel popcorn. Yeah. Because I don't get me wrong. I love me some caramel and some apples, mm-hmm. but I am not about to be 
the person trying to ah around a caramel <laughs> apple. That's not a thing that I'm going to walk around the park doing. If I'm going to have caramel and apples, I'm going to have apple slices. And I'm going to, like, and then just, you know, my whole hand is covered in caramel now. Which is fine, because I don't look like an insane person trying to mouth a whole fucking apple in my face. You're going to make your day a little bit. You know you can ask for caramel apples to be sliced, right? I'm still going with the caramel popcorn. <gasps> caramel apple all mm-hmm. the way. No. Yeah. Because it's so when you okay. When you have when you make a caramel apple, like a, like an actual caramel apple, the caramel has to be thick enough that it coats the apple in a, in you know, they're generally like a good half inch thick of caramel if you've got a good caramel apple. And so it has to be thick enough to coat the apple and stay on the apple, which means it has to be firm caramel. Yeah. Which means it's chewy. Yeah. I don't want chewy caramel with my apples. (gasps) I want a caramel sauce with my apples. Also, pro tip, um, for anybody who gets, it's a brand that we have here, I know for sure. It's in, you can find it at like Walmart's, Hy-Vee's. It's the... Is it the white container? The cream cheese fruit dip. Oh. It's got a green lid. It's usually by the... It's usually in the fruit section. Um, It's just a cream cheese fruit dip. Mix that with some caramel sauce. And then dip your fruit in it. It is so amazingly delicious. Heidi makes it and sells it in, like, their plastic containers. So... (laughs) Excuse me, so good. Okay, so you don't like the chewy caramel? Not really. I have really sensitive teeth, and so if it gets caught in my teeth, I have to pick it out, and it is not fun. So you'll take caramel corn over that? It's still chewy caramel, but now it comes with weapons of popcorn. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still going. I'm still... Because then you've got the salty, sweet, caramel, popcorn mix. Caramel corn all the way. Fine. <laughs> okay. Corn dog or hot dog? Again, those are two big things at the parks where they make the big corn dogs and the big gigantic. They're huge. Hot so dogs. long hot dogs. The long corn dogs, too. Um, are we talking specifically from the park? Yeah, from the parks. Not like what we... I mean, I'm sure you could make them at home, but... <laughs> oh. See, that's a tough one because, again, most places use beef hot dogs and it's mildly overrun by the flavor of cornbread when it's in a corn I dog. think they use honey, like the honey corn dogs, though, because I think you get them over by the Pooh Bear, like exhibits. Exhibits. Whoa. <laughs> the Pooh Bear part. We're exhibiting Pooh Bear and Piglet and Kanga and all their friends, so <laughs> go check them out. Um, oh, okay, which one would you do? I would do the corn dog in a heartbeat. If I don't have to see the hot dog, I'm good with it. Um, but yeah, I would do the corn dogs in a heartbeat. I would all, oh God. Because I don't use, it also helps, I don't use ketchup or mustard on them. Oh, see, I do. Either or, whether I'm doing corn dogs or hot dogs, I like having a little bit of ketchup. Yeah. I would probably do the hot dog. Do the hot dog? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you got, again, with the, and don't get me wrong, I love corn dogs. I love, like, the cornbread that's supposed to be around the, around the dog. Um, but there's just also something about a nice buttery, if they do it right, because sometimes they'll toast the buns. 
nice buttery bun. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's talk breakfast food because that's something that Disney's always. I haven't even said anything yet. (laughs) Sorry, continue. Breakfast food. I was gonna say, would you rather Mickey shaped waffle on a stick or Mickey shaped poffergies? Which, for those of you that don't know, poffergies are just mini pancakes. Poffergies. <gasps> Sacrilege. No. Because here's the thing. If you eat a waffle... Okay. So, again. <laughs> y'all see. I like to eat. <laughs> I like butter. Okay? that And everybody who knows me knows I'm very, very picky about the kinds of butter that I'll use. Yep. You know, why not? Um, so, if you're eating a waffle or a pancake or anything, you have to be able to put butter on it. So if you got a waffle on a stick, you ain't putting butter on that. Or it's gonna all slide down your hand. And so no. Poffergies, because they're small, so they have to be in a container with the butter or the powdered sugar or the strawberries or whatever you're putting on them, honey. I think they do Nutella. Oh. I think they do honey or Nutella. I think it's like a regular poffergy stand. Where they have like the strawberries and cream, right. the Nutella, the peanut butter, the yeah. poffergies all the way. I'm all the way for waffles. Why? I would walk miles for a good waffle. For a good waffle. Like crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. And But if it's on a stick, what are you putting on it? Just the waffle? Dude, I'd get peanut butter and just... Slather it on there. Yep. Peanut butter won't fall. If it's hot, it'll melt right off. Uh, Eat it fast. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Shove it in your face. (laughs) Okay, here's a big one for you because you like, you know, all the dough stuff. Churro or a cronut? Churro. Really? Oh, cronuts. What is special about a cronut? I don't know. <laughs> it's okay, so hold on. What actually is a cronut? It's like a croissant donut. Yeah. And they're both like the cinnamon sugar. So it's just an overweight churro. <sighs> mm, it, mm, okay. So I think a cronut it is is it an actual hybrid of these two foods, or did they take croissant dough, right? Because there's a huge process when it comes to making croissants. For nobody who's done it at home, it takes days, literal days to make true blue croissants um, from scratch. I don't recommend it. Um, (laughs) And so like, do they have this sheet of croissant dough and they're just popping out donut circles? I believe that's how they do it. I believe they use the croissant See, Which okay. I love that we're saying it like Midwesters. Croissant. 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 And stop. You almost made me drop my croissant. Um, so if you're just taking croissant dough and you're just popping circles out of it, mm-hmm. I would, when you do that, so what you're doing, so croissants, lesson. Um, because of all of that laminating, all the, the sheets of butter being, you know, stretched out croissants, if you ever do a nice cross section, they've got all those little layers and the bubbles and, and all this. So when you cut circles out of it, it compresses, it compresses and it, is that, what is that? Is that an ant or a spider? That's an ant. Okay. I don't like spiders. If you pop a circle out of the croissant dough, you're compressing it in total but you're also sealing the sides together. So you're, you're squishing all the sides together. You've pinched them together and now it can't rise properly on the sides. And I'm sure that that's what makes it a cronut. Yeah. 
But if I'm going to have a croissant, I want a nice croissant. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be... So, I don't remember. What was... Churro. Churro was all the way. <laughs> I forgot what we were arguing about. <laughs> well. Okay. Okay, since you already brought this up. At Disney, would you rather A, book out time to sit at one of the premier restaurants? I'm talking like... Uh, they just opened this district in Orlando, the Gusto's. They have a Gusto's there now because they're making like a Ratatouille area. What? Yeah. Where was that? I don't know. I don't know. And the one in Florida? I'm pretty sure. Because they're doing the Remy ride and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, it's over by, in France, in Epcot. So that would be the same. Yeah. Okay. Um. I was really sad. I thought I missed out. (laughs) Would you rather... Take side, like time aside to sit at one of those really cool premier restaurants, mm-hmm. like Be Our Guest, Gusto's, right. um, Galaxy's Edge has a restaurant too. Um, or would you rather just do food cart food? Hmm. I think depends on how much time we have. Right. If if we're only there for a day or two, I'm going to say food cart food because there's so much to do in those restaurants. They're going to be booked out. They're going to be busy. They're going to be slow through no fault of their own. But if we have a limited amount of time, I don't want to waste that time sitting. You got to go see the sites. Right. If we're there for a little bit, we got some time. Or if it's, you know, um, you've got like snowbirds. Yeah. You go every single season. And so they've already seen what there is to see. Yeah. I would say the premier restaurant restaurants because you you don't have kids with you you've already seen everything you've already ridden all the rides so take some time you know enjoy enjoy the restaurant because again I very much think that while the food cart food is good there's nothing overtly special about it either except the Dole Whip stand Except for the Dole Whip stand. I am, uh, I will always stand the Dole Whip stand. Do you know they make a citrus whip now? It's less sweet, but it has more like lemons and oranges, I believe. And like limes and the pineapple. I'm sure that was, I'm sure that would be good, but pineapple Dole Whip, that's where it's at. That's the original. <laughs> See, back to the restaurant thing. I'd rather sit at the restaurants. Always? I think almost always. Unless I knew, like, okay, you have one more day in the park. Right. Then, of course, I'm not going to do it. But if, like, we're there for a stretch of days, which is how I would plan it, mm-hmm. I'd rather sit at the restaurants and have that experience. Because I'm not there for the characters, because as cute as they are. Right. We're also older now. Yeah. Like, I'd rather get the experience of the atmosphere, because I am, I'm, a, like, love to cook, passionate right. cooking. But I'd rather do that than do... The stand foods. Like, the stand foods are cute for snacks. Right. I'd rather do the meals in the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I was just so let down by the Harry Potter world and the different things that I was so excited. For anybody who doesn't know, I I am a pretty big, uh, I keep it on the down low, Harry Potter fan. Um, So when we went down to Orlando... That was the big thing, you know, that I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure I got that, those experiences. And some of the things that I had down there, I was so, and it's, again, it's one of those things where you build it up in your head and you're so excited for the, the, um, the butterbeer and and this and that and the other. And and then you get down there and it's just not good. You think you do that with Disney too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, because I hear that they're going to do um, like a beignet stand because they are changing over one of the rides to be Princess and the Frog. Uh, I did hear that. So I've heard that they're also going to do a beignet stand there. I wish them luck. Yeah. Beignets are not hard, which means they're notoriously easy to screw up. Again, it's it's fried dough. Yeah. Right? So you think, that's so easy. I can't possibly mess up fried dough. Therein lies your mistake. <laughs> you can mess it up. I guess it's so different from cooking. Yes. So like if you want to cook and you want to make a soup, you know, let's let's take linguine soup from um, Ratatouille. Okay. That is a bear of a recipe, by the way. Is it? It's a bear. So in the movie, you watch Linguini just throw random stuff together. Okay? It doesn't taste good, but it's still a soup, right? He, There's nothing beyond taste, okay? Whether or not it tastes good, it's still a soup. Yeah. If you make a casserole, whether or not it tastes good, it's still a casserole. It is not the same with baking at all. So they always say baking is a science. Cooking is an art. art. (laughs) Um, With baking, you can't just decide, I want this to be sweeter and add another cup of sugar because you're going to fuck up your recipe. You're going to mess up your recipe. Um, and, and, And so it's just, it's so different. It's so precise and exact. And there are some things you can mess with. There are, you know, you can make, substitutions, adjustments, um, some recipes you have more room to finagle with, mm-hmm. with others than others. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty do it right. Or don't do it at all. You're <laughs> I encourage everybody go experiment, see what happens. Like Gusso says, everybody can cook, but apparently not everybody can bake. <laughs> no, You can go make some hockey pucks of cupcakes if you fuck with it too much. <laughs> Well, I think we're about out of time. Miller, you got anything you want? Any business, any person, any place you want to plug? So everybody look up Saints Rescue in Cedar Rapids. It is a cat rescue. Um, They have a building with, oh my gosh, I think 14 airlocks, um, rooms full of cats who all need homes. They, you know, it's all run on volunteers. It's, it's not, it's a not-for-profit rescue um, so please check them out, make donations, look them up, spread the word to your friends. Let's get those cats on. Saints Rescue. Saints Rescue. Awesome. Well, like and subscribe if you like what we're doing. You can check us out on uh, YouTube or Patreon. Well, thanks for coming, Miller. Yes. Had a good time. Like we should cheers. Our pretzels. Our pretzels. That's how I've ended every one of we've like cheered the sweets. <laughs>